This is Barrels and Barrels, a bourbon and baseball podcast with your hosts, Brandon Spinner and Michael Burns. And welcome into another edition of Barrels and Barrels, a bourbon and baseball podcast. I am Brandon Spinner, as always, alongside one of my best buddies, Michael Burns. Mikey, how you doing, my man? Doing pretty good. I am uh, excited for what we got tonight for another bourbon and uh, bourbon or whiskey review. So, yeah, we're... always happy to see a package come from you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple of them come here the last couple of weeks and months, and uh, we're jumping into another highly sought after bottle. Um, I grabbed this. Actually, I did not grab this. I have to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Kristen Swilly. She grabbed this uh, for me because I was did at she? work. Um, so big shout out to Kristen. She is my whiskey mule when there's something that uh, may be out there. So big tip, hat, hat, tip, tip of the hat, a big tip of the hat to Kristen Swilly, uh, one of my co-workers. You've heard us talk about her before here on Barrels and Barrels, but this is where I got that from. Before we jump into this, Michael and I, we match, right? You see that? You see that? You can only see this on YouTube. We've got some t-shirts. So if you want to get a t-shirt from us, reach out. We've got those out for sale. Uh, you can so buy soft. the Yeah, very like very comfortable material, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can reach out to us whether that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but uh, more likely to be via email that is barrels n the letters n in the middle there. So barrels and barrels at gmail.com or also we're on Instagram and Facebook as well as YouTube all under the same handle at barrels and barrels pod. So that's where you, you made it so it. easy for him, right? He made it so yeah, easy. Very easy on Twitter. They uh, didn't allow enough characters. So it's barrels and barrels. There's no pod at the end, but if you start typing that in, you'll be able to find us. And if you're watching on YouTube <clears throat> above our heads, you see where Michael and I can be found on Instagram right there, right there at whiskey underscore weather and at bnb underscore burns so we're doing a whiskey review this is a bourbon review this week michael um bookers it is one of those highly sought after limited time offers uh released multiple times a year but different batches um this is the bookers 2203 this is called the kentucky tea batch it's been a highly rated one, uh, as we just saw. Fred Minnick, I think, rated it, what, sixth on his list? Sixth, yep, sixth, so, I believe. So uh, it it comes in with some high praise. This comes in at seven years, four months, and 14 days. It is a higher proof pour at 126.5. Which Booker's um, usually is, isn't it? Yeah, it's always going to be the uh, the higher pour. So I remember co- my first Booker's. <laughs> I remember my first Booker's. This is the <laughs> second Booker's I've had. But the first one that I opened, actually, um, oh. because I got them within like weeks of each other, to be honest, uh, I've never been able to find them. And when I found them back in the day, uh, I didn't have enough money to drop like 80 or $90 on a bottle. I was buying like that $25, $30 bottle. But so this is, uh, again, the Kentucky Tea Batch. Um, as always, if you've ever bought a bottle of Booker's, it comes with a card. It comes with the, um, the stamp on the bottle itself. Uh, just that normal wine-shaped kind of bottle with the wax uh, over the Booker's seal. Um, and this is the uh, the 03 release. So this is the third out of four here in 2022. And this, again, as I mentioned, was called the Kentucky Tea Batch, coming from Jim Beam or the James Beam Distillery. So this third release of Booker's is uh, called the Kentucky Tea Batch. While some may flavor their whiskey with tea leaves, Booker No loved to flavor his water with bourbon, something he called... <laughs> 
Kentucky tea, uh, which is kind of funny, right? Flavor your water with bourbon. <laughs> uh, yes. So as you can imagine, Dad loved the flavor of bourbon, especially his Booker's bourbon. Since Booker's is over 100 proof, the flavor still pulls through when added to water. So he'd take one part bourbon and four parts water and just enjoy oh. his drink. So one night when a reporter was at Dad's house for supper, he asked why Dad drank Kentucky tea. Dad quick, quickly replied, why would I flavor my water with tea leaves when I can flavor my water with bourbon? It was that simple. Kentucky tea was his drink. He would drink it with a country ham or a fish dinner and would say, you need to sip the right proportion of Kentucky tea to really appreciate the food. Uh, and that's what I love about the batch story. It's always has some sort of story behind name, whether it's the food that they ate, the drink that they drank named after someone in their family or someone that was close to them. And I think that's what makes Booker's the story there so cool and so awesome. I want to do uh, four parts bourbon, one part water. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that on another podcast in the future and see where that goes. So as always, it does have the master distiller notes. Uh, again, this is coming from Fred No, uh, the Beam's seventh generation master distiller. All right. So made of six production dates that were aged in six different warehouses. Uh, it breaks down. So this is going to be a lot. So if you can't follow it, I totally understand. 2% of it came from the third floor of the seven-story warehouse 5. 1% came from the fourth floor of warehouse X. 1% also came from warehouse D, which was on the fourth floor. 12% uh, came the fourth floor of warehouse I. 24% came from the fifth floor of warehouse Q. 14% came from the sixth floor of Warehouse Q. Warehouse Q must have been a pretty good warehouse. And then 46%, so just about half of the barrels, came from the sixth floor of Warehouse Z. So if you were able to keep that all together. No, no chance. Yeah, no <laughs> chance. But uh, the batch was pulled on a hot and humid day in July. Color is, um, what would you say, uh, golden, amber? It does. It is amber. It is darker. Yeah. It is on the darker side. So... I'm not going to look at the tasting notes because I don't want to. I will put this out there. I really have enjoyed this. If you're watching on YouTube, as you can always do. Um, you're about halfway through that thing. <laughs> uh, I opened this on Thanksgiving. I had a pour with my buddy from whiskey, uh, White Tails and Whiskey. Um, and not with him, but like we talked and I poured this. And Since then, I sent out a sample to you. And I sent out another sample out to, I believe it was Jason at Burpee's. Bourbon and burpees. I always, I must be dyslexic because I always say the handles backwards. You're trying, you're thinking it must not be bourbon first. Right. Uh, bourbon and burpees, Jason out in Columbus. I don't, I either sent this to you or I sent you the little book because I also sent a sample out to uh, meeting minutes, which uh, Michael's got a picture from him. I've got a picture as well. If you haven't checked him out, go check him out. His stuff is fantastic. Oh, there it is. Um, so. Uh, Merry Christmas, Michael. But as far Thank as you, the uh, the Booker's, you've been able to nose it and smell it a little bit. It's got that amber and golden color to it. What you, was your first thoughts on the nose? I'm I mean cinnamon smack in the face. It is it is a cinnamon on the nose very much, um, and I don't know if it's because of the cinnamon, but what comes to my mind is pine cone. It's like pine. Um, and I think it's the cinnamon mixing maybe with the oak. So I get cinnamon and then pine cone. Pine cone. It, um, that's a that's a very unique nose to it. <clears throat> what you mean, got over there? Left and right nostril. Left and right nostril. I've got cinnamon. The vanilla comes through as well as that oak, which, I mean, it should for the most part. 
Um, Ooh, there's, a, there's a nuttiness to it on the nose to me. I can't tell if it's probably more walnutty. Maybe nutmeg a little bit. I did get... I don't know if my mind is tricked <clears throat> because it's called Kentucky tea, but I do have some like green tea feel to the nose. Right. Um, but there's a little bit of that. It's not terribly sweet. No. It's it, the cinnamon is very strong to me. Now I can get a, maybe a little bit of a mint on the nose, and I wonder if that's like part of the tea or the pine cone that you were describing. <laughs> pine cone. But now, what, for for Booker's, for me, I had a Booker's that I bought right in my uh, as one of my the highest proof bourbons I ever bought. I actually left the sot. Sot was a hundred and twenty proof, I think, or. <laughs> 129 proof and i was like holy cow holy smokes. i think all i had in my shelf was like four roses small batch and <laughs> woodford reserve and i saw 100 and something i was like oh my gosh left the store and i was like that actually sounds kind of fun i went back and bought it but for me what it always for bookers at least the one the one i have it's it is very it, i mean it drinks as it's proofed yep. it drinks hot it uh, drinks hot but it's, it's it's not always overpowering, right? Like it drinks hot, but it's not like the it's not heat killing takes, the flavors, right, right? Right. There's a time where the heat will take away from the flavor, and I don't necessarily get that from Booker's. I think they do a really good job most of the time at uh, finding the right blend and finding the right flavors out of this. But if you were someone who is typically, I mean, mix drinking Jack and Coke, and you're like, "Hey, I want to try some bourbon," mm-hmm. and I want to try it neat or something. This is not it. This is not something for anybody. This one, like we said, it, it, it slaps you a little bit. It drinks hot, um, but it doesn't kill the flavor. For me, that hotness spreads to the roof of the mouth and just carries that hole where you get then. It doesn't mess with the palate, but your mouth feels that heat. Mm-hmm. So you had a chance to try it? I've got a, um, it's, I'm, I'm trying to get past the heat a little bit. I yeah. wonder if I... Need to uh, make a, a Kentucky, what what was it called? A Kentucky tea? <laughs> Kentucky tea, which is one I, part bourbon, four parts water. I wonder if I want to just do four parts and just add a little bit of water to maybe tame I, that I'm to pull sure some flavors. I'm sure it tame with a drop of water. As far as just off the bat, what do you, do you get anything on the, on the palate with the sips? I do get that cinnamon. Um, caramel comes in with after that cinnamon. Definitely. It's... I'd say that's the strongest aspect of it I'm getting is caramel. Uh, but it's not sweet caramel. It's just the flavor. Mm-hmm. So this is not – this is not actually – I was about to say it's not sweet, but if I'm just sitting here and let that thing linger, it's getting sweeter. So I took a little sip that time. If you ever watch – if you watch the uh, documentary Neat and he says, oh, take the littlest sip to coat your mouth. If you do that with something hotter like this, it's easier to pour. You get less heat. And right. more flavor out of it. So this is definitely a sipping whiskey. I've also heard that if you take it and let the sip linger in your mouth and take a breath out to where you blow the ethanol from the whiskey out of your mouth, you'll able you'll be able to pull in a lot more of the flavor too. Have you ever tried yeah. that? No. So I I try to stay away from air. I feel like the air increases the heat. I try not to breathe too much when I'm when I've got it fresh on the palate. But I still I get a lot of caramel up front. The cinnamon um, isn't overpowering like it was on the nose. 
uh, maybe some. No, I don't. I don't get a strong vanilla. It's mostly just the caramel. No, no butter. Um, what do you got, Brandon? You took a couple sips here. Yeah, uh, I've got. It's got a woodsy feel up front. Like it's more on the bitter side up front, and I think it becomes sweeter over time. And I don't know if that's the heat talking, but to me, I get like a woodsy, bittery, like walnutty nut nuttiness up front that changes to almost a peanut butter butterscotch towards the end and uh, has that caramel and even a little hint of tea. You've searched for the tea. It's there, but it's. <clears throat> I think that's part of my brain, again, thinking it's called Kentucky tea. But I yeah. had this on Christmas Day, and I didn't. What poor number, though, on Christmas Day was it? It was number two, I think. Uh, okay. Two. okay. So okay. Uh, I went... I went from this to the little book chapter six, and I really appreciated this one a lot more than the chapter six. And we'll do another review on that here down the road. Get ready. But so I added two drops of two drops of water to this. What I got left to see if I could tame it a little bit and make a you know four parts bourbon, or maybe this is like ten parts bourbon. Ten parts to one part at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, as far as the finish, it's not for a one twenty six proof. It doesn't last or linger as long as i would have expected it to but it's not like it just fades away it's there it's just we've had other barrels and other bottles here recently that a couple 30 40 seconds after you've had the pour like it's still there i, I feel like still after, taste the flavor. i feel like after 30 seconds the, the flavor's there it's that lingering not pop roxy feeling but like that rye spice at the end just right. kind of fades away um where I kind of like when my bourbon holds on a little longer when you haven't sipped it. like, And maybe that what, that's what makes this a little easier to go to right away is because you're looking for more of it. But uh, what with the water, did, did it change it all for you? I, I do. I feel like it did expand the flavor into my cheeks a little bit more. It gave it a chance to not be overpowered. But I think this is still what I was saying earlier, that it's uh, it, it, it still drinks a little hot. I think it's it's hard to overcome um, unless you're knowing you are purposely drinking it, knowing it is hot. But if you go into this like you've never had it, you're gonna sit down at a at a whiskey bar and say, "Hey, you know what? Give me the bookers." You're gonna be like, "Hot damn, this is <laughs> spicy." <laughs> yeah, and what I love about the bookers is that it comes in this cool box, right? If you're right. on YouTube, right. Some people have made it into like napkin trays for like camping and all that, but um, it's hot. And you know, every Booker's is going to come in hot. I don't personally think this is overpowering um, to me. Uh, I think the finish maybe lacks towards the end, but it's not awful. Um, and like, if there was one thing I would change, I think it's the finish in my mind personally. I think the back end of the finish lacks a little something. But it comes in, it's got a lot of bitterness to it at the beginning, and then I think it gets sweeter over time. I go with, again, like that caramel butterscotch towards the end after like a woodsy, like bitter peanut brittle at the beginning. Hmm. Um, and even like that bitterness comes like with tea, right? Like most tea is bitter until you add sugar or something to it it's not sweet right off the bat it's got that woodsy feel so i can see where this comes in with that kentucky tea thought or um flavoring to it right 
So on our Barrels and Barrels Bourbon and Baseball podcast rating scale, which you can find on our Instagram page, but a quick breakdown of that, uh, we go from Hall of Fame at the top of the top, all-star second, and that means it's very good. It ranks above most of all the bottles out there. Uh, what, about 10%, 20% of players become all-stars in their careers, but only 1% become Hall of Famers. Right. Everyday player is somebody that's going to constantly be on your shelf in your lineup uh, as a baseball player. Uh, and I would say someone that you're going to crush, right? Like you're going to, that's someone you depend on. And then a bench player is someone who's going to be on the team. Uh, it's a role player. It's not something. Key situations. That, right. Key situations when you're going for that. And then DFA, which is our final and last ranking, which means sayonara. You, you're not great. We don't, we don't have any value for we you. We call that bottle into the office privately <laughs> and tell them, you know what? You're just not going to make it. So, so yeah, on so our, on our at? scale, I think because of how hot it drinks, it's got to be – it's a bench player for me. It's something that I'm going to want to crave a little bit for that moment. It's not something I'm going to go to very – you know, often I'm not going to crush this bottle. I think just because of that level of heat. I think it's something that hey, you know what I do? I'll, I'll I could use that every now and then. Um, it's not bad. Um, it's just something that is a good change of change of pace. Mm-hmm. What about you, Brandon? So this is where you and I differ, and we we say it time and time again. We should make a drinking game for our podcast of every time one of us says the cool thing about whiskey, the cool thing about bourbon. <laughs> Is everybody's palates are different, right? And like we drink. You and I have a different palate than each other, right? We differ. And our listeners, hopefully, somebody locks on with Michael, somebody locks on with me, because um, everybody has their own thoughts, their own feelings. I'm going all-star. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, you've seen the bottle. I just showed it on YouTube. And for those of you who are uh, watching on YouTube, you saw it. I'll take it out of the box again. But for those listening, you've crushed it. There's about 40% of the bottle left, and it's been open since Thanksgiving, and we're recording this right before the New Year. So so. 30 days. Yeah, and um, I've got a ton of other bottles that I've gone to over that time as well. So this is one that I feel crushed. It's it's one, and this is why I call it an all-star. It's one that I pour, and I go to it again, right? Not every bottle you pour and then you have a second pour or a third pour that night from that same bottle. This is one that if I've got it, probably the only thing I'm drinking that night because now that I'm talking and I've got, it's got that sweet feeling in my, like in the the mouth feel as we described it, I thought it got sweeter towards the back half. And this makes me want to grab another drink, another sip, and then ultimately another pour. I think I, I, texted you that on christmas day didn't i like man i really enjoy this and i've crushed it um it's 40 percent, 35 percent left uh it's a little guy it's a little hot well now i gotta go open batch two because now i gotta (laughs) get even to see uh where that ranks up and i think i might be a little disappointed but yeah i think i'm gonna go all-star on this just because congratulations it's it's one of those that he's been selected to the all-star team yeah you've You've gotten the ribbon for the NL All-Star team. He even already has the ribbon on the bottle. So I'm laughing that you put him to the NL All-Star team, <laughs> yeah, by the way. I'm taking NL. <laughs> you're, you're, the, uh, oh, no. you're the empire, my man, which is the AL in our books. We're both NL oh, guys. Oh, no. I got to pick from the White Sox inside <laughs> the time. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go all-star with this one. Um, I think it is – it's awesome. different. I don't think everybody's going to love this, honestly. But I think it's either a love it and love it or a just it's okay. And right, I, right, I, right. And that's where we fall. Um, and it's it, it's probably going to be one of those divisive bottles for a lot of our listeners. So if you've had this, we'd love to hear what you think. Um whether that's Who's, on Facebook. What team are you voting for, AL or NL right here? What side <laughs> do you want? <laughs> uh, well, so far you have one All-Star. I have three. So by rankings, I have a better team so far because <laughs> it, it's more stacked. No, uh, that's not how it goes. But uh, we love all of your opinions. We'd love to hear what you think of this Booker's uh, Kentucky Tea Batch, um, Batch 3 this year here in 2022. Uh, as we're turning the calendar to 2023. I'm excited about what Booker's is putting out there. We've got a couple other samples from Booker's to talk about uh, and Jim Beam just overall uh, from what the James Beam Distillery is putting out there. I, I really enjoy this pour. I've had several other Booker's before in the past, and this is towards the top of the rankings of a lot of the Booker's that have been put out there in my mind. So Yeah, this was this was top six on Fred's, on Fred's list. And- yeah. I, I, I'm looking at Fred's list. It has, you know, some name brands mixed in and right. some others, you know, you haven't heard of mixed in. So I think of 2022, that has probably been the most like consistent in the more reputable list. I don't right. think it always is, but I would fall in line. Well, I, I think that that's where that lands. There you go. Well, congratulations, so. Brand. It's always fun to find an all, you know, a bottle like that, an all-star. I'm glad you right. enjoy it. Yeah, and hopefully we can find a few more for you here down the road. So as you just heard, to recap, I gave this an all-star rating, but Michael gave it a bench. And again, here's your drinking game. That's what makes this awesome. Here, everybody has a different a different palate, a different thought. Also, I drank mine out of a snifter. You have yours in a Glencairn. Is that? Yes. I, want, I, wonder, if the, I wonder if the glass, it, this allows a little more of that heat to escape. Um, so You think so? Yeah, I feel like the, I feel like the the it's a little uh, thicker. The mouth is the, the same. Mouth, yeah, um, <laughs> I think the mouth is a little thicker and allows a little that. more of that to escape. It's not terribly different, but I do think that that makes a little bit of a difference. So uh, maybe I'll try my second half because I didn't I didn't pull yeah. the whole thing in uh, my age and or. And we could do a uh, a recap later on, maybe in a later episode, to see if Michael has changed his mind. You never know, right? Like some players develop over time and become a better player. <laughs> I need a sign right here, Brandon. Can you put add this graphic? Booker's uh, 03 is a bench player. Changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting at the desk. But, yeah. um, thank you for listening. If you've made it here so far, 23 minutes into uh, another episode of Barrels and Barrels, a bourbon and baseball podcast. As you heard us early in the episode, we've got T-shirts. We also have stickers. If you'd like one of those, reach out to us. We're looking at bigger and better things here as we go into the 2023 uh, calendar year, but also the baseball season and the bourbon release season over the next couple of months. If there's anything you want to ask us to try or if you want to send us a sample, we'd love to take that. Uh, reach out to us by email, which we listed earlier. But again, that is barrels, the letter N, barrels at gmail.com. Uh, also, barrels and barrels pod on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Please rate us, review us here, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, or we're also on Amazon. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for your support. Uh, Big shout-outs to all those of you who share our stuff on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, We can't tell you how much it means to us. Love interacting with you guys. Absolutely. So, Michael, any last words regarding Booker's? 
Kentucky Tea Batch number three or just anything going on in the world? Nope. Catch me on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. At <laughs> BNB underscore Burns for Michael. I am at Whiskey underscore Weather on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. We hope you have a happy, healthy, safe start to your new year. Go to the gym because I know that was probably one of your resolutions here. And stick to that resolution. But uh, that's all I have to say. We just thank you again for everything. Michael? Let's go. Uh-oh.